there was crazy traffic this week. Crazy. Really? Yeah, like I just, felt like it was fantastic. Three accidents oh my. on the same road. Oh my. Yeah. I had to go around two of them. And the third one, like I got right up to the front and it still took me three times longer than I would normally. And I'm going around the traffic, so I'm like taking the longer way around. And I still, I am still seeing craziness. Like, I'm still seeing people doing, like, trying to hurry up and trying to get, you know, honking horns. And like, I mean, there's traffic. Nobody's moving. We all feel the same way. Yeah, we, we all, all feel, feel the same, the same way. way. Then I look over to my left. I'm, I'm on a two-lane road. Both the load. I'm in the right lane. So there's a left lane that's all backed up with cars. I'm in the right lane, all backed up with cars. And then I look all the way to my left, and in the other side of the road, here comes a car driving down the the way, like going the opposite direction. Like, what are you doing? Like, that's the dumbest thing ever in the southbound lane (laughs) heading north yes this is why there's accidents (laughs) to get around at what point do you think oh wait a minute i'm gonna go around all these opposing traffic i'm going to drive in opposing traffic to get around the accident need to get to work so bad that i'm willing to risk my life i don't understand I mean, there's not... A Maybe m- they were a doctor, so it was <laughs> life and death. You would think there would be sirens or something then at <laughs> no, that <yes>. point. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, hey. <laughs> you know? But going the wrong way on traffic just to get around all the other traffic, that's just like in a normal car. You're it was like asking a, for it. Yeah. You're asking to die. Luckily, there was a, a stop sign, the stoplight, so this lady person i don't know if male or female um was able to get to the light and like kind of scooch over in front of everyone else into the correct i today watched left hand turn at a red light (laughs) like the light is red red they even stopped thankfully they looked both ways and and then just proceeded to turn left screw it i want to go yeah Yeah. i'm gonna go ahead and go what make like what is the moment? What makes you do stupid shit when I there's traffic? Because we're all in the traffic. Everybody's doing it together. You're shitting your pants. Like <laughs> all of these people are incontinent, and they're actively shitting their pants and have to get home before it's an overblown mess. <laughs> I mean, the list could go on and on and on. My husband's in bed with another woman. But you don't know that because you're not home. No, yeah. Or, I mean, I don't know. Like, just you It doesn't matter. It doesn't Ultimately, matter. it doesn't matter. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, come in, listen, enjoy it. It's time for Shut Up. I love you. <laughs> By DNR. Uh, thank you so much for finding us. Uh, this show is about DMB. It's about chickens, and it's about us, all of us, everyone. Um, My name is David. I put the D in DNR, and this is Rachel. Good morning, Rachel. Good morning, David. How was your week? Uh, My week was fine. 
Yeah. I feel like we are we are definitely recording at a different night. No, than we're we not. Have, than we have oh, been. Oh, you're correct. Yeah. So um, hopefully it's better for us. Um, and maybe we can go back to our normal scheduled time so everything is not a rush. This past couple few weeks have been a rush. Months. So, months. Years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Decades. Um, wherever you, we are, we are beyond grateful right now. I am beyond, I just, I know I say it all the time and, and I know you feel it a lot. Um, we have met so many cool people through doing this thing and um we're just grateful we're we're grateful that you're hanging out with us right now we're wherever you are we hope you are grateful too you are uh, we're grateful that you are listening to us thank you please uh try three of them if this is your first time listening um we're grateful that you're hanging out and, and spending that time with us please try three we think there's three episodes in there give them a try um i think after the third one we'll get it right for you and then if you have been listening to us for a while please tell a friend we want to be friends with your friends and um of course rate review subscribe it definitely means the world to us thank you Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I just, that grateful stuff. I just cannot, there's so many cool things happening in our community this week and, um, a lot of friends reaching out and talking to us and like, it means a lot to, to me and I know you too. So thank you. Thank you. All of you guys. Um, Friends, make sure you're voting, uh, voting for DMB Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Vote every day. We have till January 10th ish, I think. Um, make sure you get on every day. I usually do it when I'm drinking my coffee in the morning. I just go ahead and uh, put my votes in. I have. No, I will say I did like the hashtag every day. Oh yeah. Like as a reminder. Yeah. To vote every day because yeah. every day. Yes. I, I get it. I know, but I get. It. I just loved it. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a fan. I get it. Um, yeah, and then uh, there's some cool DMB stuff floating around. And like I said last week, however you're connected to the band, we are fans too. So we get that same connection wherever your connection is. And um, we we'd love to hear about it. Actually, quite frankly, we we. We are fans just like you are fans and we just want to make sure that we don't like we don't have anything more to say than what a normal fan would say. So we want our voices to be your voices. So please uh, write us in, tell us stories, tell us anything you want and we'll gladly put it out there for you. Thank you. So I actually have chicken talk. A friend of mine went to a wedding and at the wedding she when she came back from the wedding she told me she thought about me at the wedding they had chicken shit bingo oh yeah yeah i've heard okay. of cow shit bingo yeah i've heard of cow shit bingo which yeah chicken shit bingo is the same thing only with you know smaller scale chickens not mm. and chickens poop a yeah. lot Yes, they do. They do. She said it took a long time. And I said, yeah, because you never know when and where a chicken is going to shit. You just know it's going to happen. So it was definitely just social hour drinking. And then every so often somebody would cheer. 
but I thought we could totally do that. We could host a party and we could throw a game of chicken shit bingo. Yeah, like that would be good uh, fundraiser. <laughs> you're really pushing it <laughs> and that would be a real good fundraiser yeah, yeah it would yeah i bet we'd get there's a lot of people that would get super happy about that one i don't know about that <laughs> i don't i don't know i mean i like chickens but i'm not <laughs> sure that i would want to pay somebody to let me watch a chicken poop i mean what if it was our chicken I'm I'm still not gonna pay for that. <laughs> speaking of poop, okay. We, you're speaking. Uh, of, I have a chicken thing, so I'm actually looking for it. Okay. Well, while you're doing that, um, we had our last night of softball for the fall. Yeah, that was uh, that was one of my things. And we let the kids run the concession stand. Oh, we did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they got up and changed the menu board. Oh, yeah, I remember this. And there was poop for sale for $505. <laughs> okay. But okay. I don't know if they were selling poop or... Because some of them were saying you could buy the poop and some of them were saying that if you needed to go poop, you had to pay to use the restroom. Like, it was just... I'm unsure of what was happening there. But either way, I'm not paying $505. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of money for poop. But when you have eight to ten year olds running a stand and access to a menu board, yeah, someone's going yeah. to write the word poop. I mean, poop is fine. at some point. Yes, poop I mean, is going to be on the board. Poop is only one O away from pop, <laughs> or pop is only one O away from poop. Yep, pops poop. Is it pops do poop or pops are poop? Yeah, pops poop. Pops poop. Pop and poop right there next there, to Yeah. No, I had an article, like I had it all queued up and everything. and uh, Not anymore. Not anymore. So I'm frantically looking for it, friends. But um, the, it sounds like the scientists have discovered um, the origin of egg colors. Oh, well, I know that depending on the color of the chicken's earlobe, that will tell you the color of the eggshell. Yeah, but it sounds like it's a... Uh, weather thing more than it is a like a climate thing more than it is anything else well so, then how do you attest for yeah they said i mean colder weather climates have more darker colored eggs and and warmer weather climate climates tend to chickens tend to have lighter colors and there was a study done with um six over 685 different versions of of chickens, birds, and um, poultry, and uh, this is what they discovered. This the, the study. Okay, was, I'm gonna find legit. this news article. I want to read it because yeah. we have had chickens yes. in our backyard, and we haven't moved from the place that we live at. Yeah, and some of them lay white eggs, and some of them lay brown eggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they live through the same climate. Yeah, I agree. And, and then, yeah, the article kind of touches all of that. So, um, friends, I'll post the article and, and Better. Um, we'll, we can go from there. But it's all right here. I think it's a crock. 
<laughs> the appearance of bird eggs is rooted in two pigments, one of which is green and the other is reddish brown. Different concentrations of these pigments together with the underlining white calcium of car- carbonate of the shell give rise to color ranging from deep blue, greenish, white, and rich brown colors. But the influences of the appearance of the eggs that different birds lay have been a hot topic of debate with theories including the need for camouflage from predators, migration, mitigation, mitigating the harmful effect, mitigating, not migration, mitigating the harmful effect of UV light on the embryo's DNA, helping birds recognize which eggs are theirs, and even the different colors may have different antimicrobial properties. Researchers say that while these factors might still play a role, particularly at the local level, a key influencer at a global scale is temperature. Mm. Eggs in these colder places are darker brown. And then, as you go toward tropics, even the temperature temperate zones, there are more competing selection pressures, so there is more variations in colors said the author of the study. So with global temperatures rising, he said that bird eggs are going to start getting whiter. Um, we'll see. Yeah, it's part of the article. It's right there. I'll post it, friends. It's from The Guardian, so it's pretty legit, I think. Um, hopefully I'll try to go ahead and save this one and uh, go from there. We'll see. Um... We were driving down the road in the traffic that is chaos in this city. And I saw a personalized license plate that said G-V-A-M-P, which can only mean one thing. G-V-A-M-P. Yes. G-V-A-M-P. G-Vamp. It's Grandma Grandma, Vampire. It's Grandma Vampire. Okay. Yeah, Grandma Vampire. Uh, She was bit by Scott Bakula, New Dracula. Yeah, okay. And so we had this 20-minute long discussion about Scott Bakula turning Grandma into Grandma Vampire and what happens when you're a Grandma Vampire and you're a Grandpire. And the more we talked about it, our kids said... We definitely can't watch this movie. This is too scary for us. What movie is this? And I could not stop laughing because it's just something we made up in our imagination. It's not a real thing. And here we talked about it enough that the kids thought this was a movie that they need to avoid. Yeah. Which our kids are wimps anyways. And that was... um... That was a thing for me this week as as we celebrate Halloween. There's... Lots of Halloween conversation in this week's show, I guess. Um, And I guess we can just kind of jump right into it since you brought it up. Um, What is the age of children? And obviously it depends on children, but like with the scary scary stuff going to um, haunted hayrides. Wait, how old am I right now? Because you still don't, we still don't like doing it. We just, I think. This I is... mean, I've I've been to haunted houses and gone on haunted hayrides and all of that stuff because that's what my friends were doing when we were in high school and I wanted to hang out with my friends. And 
I had to compartmentalize it, which Mm -hmm. I do with most things in my life, that it's not scary. It's not real. The objective is to scare and frighten and, ah, and all the fun times, but it's not real. And I know it's not real. So I just don't like going, going on a haunted bus ride was not scary for me. It was kind of lame. I felt like it was a waste of money, but I choose not to watch those movies because I don't, that's not how I find that I want to be entertained. Yeah. I mean, no. Yeah, correct. Some people want to be entertained that way. And you do you for sure. Friends. Absolutely. There's obviously a market. Yeah. There's something to that because friends, people like to do it. And that's okay. And that's okay. Yeah. It's just not not for me. It's not our thing. And I think subsequently our children are the same way. Yeah, I don't know if it's fortunately or unfortunately or whatever that, you know, I'm not going to go out of my way to take them to a haunted house just like I don't go out of my way to feed them lima beans. Okay, yeah. Even though lima beans is probably good for them. Agreed. I don't like them, so I'm not trying to cook them once a week. Yeah. I don't like scary movies. I'm not trying to watch them with my kids. Okay, yeah. Agreed. Um, but what brings, what is the motivation for people that bring their kids to those things? Cause we had, we had some parents that were talking about, Oh, our, our, our kids went to the haunted hayride this week and they, uh, loved it. Like they had a blast. Yes, absolutely. And other kids were scared out of their mind. And, um, the parent was like, yeah, we, we go every year. We've been taking our daughter since she was three. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You enjoy that, so you take your kid. I just don't see our kids ever going to that p- place, that space. I'm sure that when they're teenagers and in high school and their friends are going and they want to go, it's going to happen. It's going to happen, yeah. yeah. It's going to be different at that time, yeah. But we just never, we've never done it, so they've never... Not yet. And that's okay. Yeah, but I mean, is there an A, I guess, yeah, well, you just said it, teenagers, when they're like start to become interested in that thing. On their own. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit starting now with our 10-year-old. Okay. You know, you start talking to your friends about what interests you. Yeah. I mean, okay, what age were you the first time you went to a haunted because I feel like it was junior high school for me, like w- high school. I want to say 16, like 14 say, to 16, but yeah, I think more grade, the 16 side. I can remember very specifically the only reason why I went is because I was dating a girl that was going in her parents' room. She going. wanted to go, so you I went mean, with yeah. your friend. Yeah, her, her parents were going, and they spent a whole afternoon doing this thing and they were like you want to go and i'm like uh, i guess yeah you know yeah i wasn't a big fan of it you know and i went and yeah i agree with you there's uh, moments there for me that i was just like meh you know like this is lame yeah because you know, the... it's so fake so a, a big thing for me is like they're not allowed to touch you and you're not allowed to touch them. Mm-hmm. Like 
nobody's cutting off my arm because they're not allowed to touch me. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but I wonder how many people actually punch those people in the face. You can get arrested for that. That's assault. Yeah, but like on accident, like you scare the living poop out of somebody, the natural reaction is to punch you in the face. I mean, I would think that you're going to, you've learned to duck, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to know the punch is coming. Yeah. Yeah. I guess if that's the <laughs> case. You scare yeah. enough people. You know, you getting swung at is not the first time. Yeah. You know. So, friends, we want to hear stories. We want to hear your story. Uh, call to action here. Is there any? Is there a time where you punch somebody in the face? <laughs> <laughs> Going mean, through a haunted let's yeah. Trail let's ride. <laughs> keep this contained to Halloween type <laughs> stories. Be, yeah. Or uh, is there moments where you wanted to punch somebody in the face because they scared the living poop out of you? And or have you been punched in the face? Were you an actor? Because Were you, an you actor scared and, somebody. Yeah. In one of these things on a haunted haunted hayride, and you jumped up, and then somebody just punched you right in the face. Ah, boom! <laughs> uh, that would be fight yeah, or flight. Would, yeah, fight or flight. And you know, some people's version is fight. Yeah. Right. So. I mean, I'd like to hope your version is fight. I mean, so maybe. that I have time to flight. <laughs> isn't that it's, how that goes down? It's all about you, isn't it? All about you. Yeah. Yes. So we did the pumpkin carving thing. Yep. We carved our pumpkins. I can post those if you'd like. Uh, I mean, you can, I guess. I mean, get more things on our social media. Sure. That you don't pay attention to. I do too. <laughs> um, but I found out the origin of pumpkin carving. So, and... yeah. Uh, the, I, I mean... It's very confusing. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Let's celebrate a holiday by putting a creepy face into a gourd. Okay. Yeah. Because we asked a question. My girls asked that question as we were carving pumpkins tonight. It's like, Dad, how did this start? I'm like, you know what? Why I is don't this know. a thing? Why is this a thing? So I had to go to the trusty internet. And uh, this is from the dailymom.com. Uh, this is an article. It is not a listicle. I do have a listicle, but this is not one of the listicles. Uh, this just happens to be an article about uh, the origin of pumpkin carving. And I will gladly post. Please go to shutupiloveyou.com, anywhere you download podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, um, Spotify, right there in the show notes. You'll see the articles. Feel free to reach and uh, set, uh, join along, I guess. <laughs> Follow along. That's what I was looking for. So the origin of pumpkin carving t- takes us all the way back to Emerald Island. But it was not pumpkins the Irish carved, it was turnips. This was because, well, pumpkins just did not exist in Ireland. In ancient times, on All Hallows' Eve, Celtic people would carve out turnips, turnips, rutabagas, gourds, potatoes, beets, and place small flames inside to warn off evil spirits, to ward off. In the 1800s, the Irish began to migrate to the United States in hopes of a better life in this land of plenty. Unfortunately, they were not welcomed with open arms, and the evidence of evil spirits was clear. Thankfully, the Irish people persisted and carried on their traditions in their new home. 
One, once these people discovered how easy it was to carve out pumpkins, instead of the more difficult root vegetables of their homeland, pumpkins became the popular carving choice for all Hallows Eve. So there you go. There you go. That's where it started. That's the Irish people. And like, could you carve out a potato? Like now I want to do that. Now I want to go carve out a potato or carve out a, a turnip. <laughs> and, and like, there's some pictures on here, friends, you should look them up. Um, they're uh, carved out carved potatoes out. and rutabagas and turnips. Turnips. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that would be neat. Like that would be, that's a neat little thing. They look you know, like shrunken heads. <laughs> they do. They look like shrunken heads. Yeah. And the article goes on to talk about the jack-o'-lantern and um, how the jack-o'-lantern came around and um, some cool little things. So ancient uh, traditions and stuff like that. So feel free to jump in the article. It's, it's a good little, nice little read. And we posted it on uh, the, the Shut Up I Love You at underscore Shut Up I Love You on uh, Twitter. The article's on there. Uh, feel free to look it up as well. So um, with that being said, our, uh, our girls did uh, carve pumpkins tonight. And it was the first time... I don't want to say the first time. That's a bad analogy. It was the first time the girls did it on their own, mostly. Yeah, so, you know, sharp knives and little kids don't really mix. Yeah. But we've definitely always let them design their own pumpkins, even if in the beginning it was just drawing a picture and then you carved out whatever picture it was that they drew. True. Yeah. But we've always let them design it. There's been times where, you know, as an adult, as a, like any the any adult with a hint of artistic nature wants to fix what a three year old <laughs> picks. But we we definitely want them to feel their independence and see their vision their in front of them. Yeah. 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 So that's good. We let them do it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but we don't we always, usually give them the knives. Yeah, we don't give them the knives. <laughs> so yeah, I think last year we let the older one like help a little bit. I think I held the knife while like we both held it together. And this year I showed her like you put your hand over here so it's out of the way. Mm-hmm. And then I still stood right next to her. So I yeah. think you kind of let the younger one do it as well yes. because the older one's doing it. Yeah, but um, I think it was more the inside carving, like taking out the oh, insides. The ooey gooey. The ooey gooey. Because like, <laughs> when they were younger, they would just stick their hands in the pumpkin. Yeah, go, let them play yuck, a little bit. And then like get bored of it and be done. Yeah. Yeah. And then you were stuck cleaning out the pumpkin. It's part of being a parent. Yeah. But now, like this year, I barely had to do... I had to do a little bit of it. I I mean, don't get me wrong, friends. I still got pumpkin juice. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that if I were to do it by myself, I would still want your help. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not fun. Carving, like, hollowing out pumpkins is not That's fun. the not fun part. Yeah. Yeah. Scooping the guts out. Mm-hmm. 
And then, friends, we, and this is obviously, it's going to be too late because you're going to hear this the day after Halloween is when this one will come out. However, um, we have found that when you, when you cut a pumpkin top, you uh, connect the back with the top so like you carve all the way down the back and give carve it a full all the way mohawk. down yeah give it like a c almost with the instead of the top coming off in a round circle you want it to be like uh go down around the circle like yeah i've actually read to cut a hole in the bottom okay but i don't like that one so much i like what we do yeah and then you go down the back of the thing and you just lift that whole thing off and it's easier to reach it's a inside. top and a side. So okay. it's three walls left. One of the walls is connected to the top. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It gives and, you more room for scraping. Yeah. And, and it makes it so that you don't burn your hands when you're placing the candle on the inside. Yes. And Rachel will post a, a picture on the at underscore shut up I love you Instagram feed. We're doing all kinds of plugs this one. This um, is like a super but awesome. It, our, my pictures don't show the back of the pumpkin. Well, maybe I should can, go take more pictures. Yeah, take a picture of the back of the pumpkin. I already have the... pictures of the glowing pumpkin. Though. Yeah, correct. Post that one, and then right next to it, post the picture of the back of the pumpkin. It's not how Instagram works. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you put it all together and make it one story. Yeah. So what we do for Halloween, go ahead. No, um, I was just going to say our younger daughter, the leaf. Um, so the one year, I don't remember where she saw it. Maybe we were looking at pictures, but she wanted to use toothpicks as teeth. And we inserted like 38 toothpicks for all these jagged teeth. And it looked fantastic. And this year she wanted to use toothpicks again, but she did a pattern Mm -hmm. and it looks different, which you'll see. But I was, surprised that she remembered about the toothpicks it was kind of like oh yeah we did use toothpicks last year i forgot all about that because that's not a common thing for us but then i'm you know doing the proud mommy sending pictures to my brother and sister so the aunts and uncles can see and my brother's like i'm carving mine tomorrow i like the toothpicks (laughs) what a great idea so that's that was neat that she got to help her uncle out a little bit Nice. Um, we're doing the, our block party, not really a block party. We, we have a annual, annual, like all the neighbors get together and we all sit around a fire and drink and put up tents while, um, while all the families go out and trick or treat. Most of the time it's in the rain. Yeah. Um, where we live, it rains a lot in the fall. Yes. And, there's a hundred percent protract projection of rain this year, so that's exciting. But um, yeah, we have an annual Halloween party, but it's not it's not like what most people think as a Halloween party. We make a shit ton of chili, and if you want to know how much a shit ton is, you'll know when you make it. <laughs> and we let everyone eat chili before and after trick-or-treating because it's always cold because it's raining yeah 
and then the dads sit around and so they're supposed to pass out the candy, but what happens is they'll set up one large table and then just have seven buckets of candy. And when someone walks up, they go, just take one from each bucket. And then they just sit and drink and laugh and listen to music and gawk at the few Um, costumes costumes, that they enjoy. I mean, that was my favorite thing about Halloween when, before we moved here was I'd make the kids dance for the candy. I yeah, would, whatever like, their costume was. Yeah, you do that thing. Do the thing for that, that whatever. If you were Darth Vader, I want to hear uh, Luke, I am your father. Like, <laughs> I want to, you know, do the thing, you know. Uh, obviously, you like that. So, what's your, um, what? Because there's a new, I don't want to say new, there's a holiday or a Halloween tradition going on around here, and I feel like it's kind of sweeping across the nation. Um, and it's a like a newer type thing, and I don't know how I feel about it because it it's very lazy. It's called I, go ahead. trunk or treat. Okay, so that's not the lazy thing. No, yeah. that's the safe. Like, Uh that's what the promotion of that is. Okay, it's safe. Yes. And the the majority of the time, not 100%, it is done during daylight hours so that you get to enjoy the costume, which is what we would do in our the old town that we lived in. When we lived in Podunk, it was during the day. And one of the advantages is you get to see these costumes. Okay. And that's trunk or treat. It's a safe environment with generally with a community of people that you know. Like usually you do it at your school. So it's the people that go to your school or you do it at your work. So it's the people you work with. These are the people that you know. So you're a little bit more safe. And people get like crazy excited. I don't want to say excited, but they like put up, uh, you know, decorations around their trunk and decorate their cars. Yeah. It's instead of decorating your house. You decorate your car. But it feels easy. I mean, it's it depends on how elaborate you want to get. Like, we don't decorate our house a lot for Halloween. We put our pumpkins out. But when it comes to... I mean, we don't decorate our house a lot, period. Uh, you're not wrong. But there are some people that do. And that's what that is. The people that decorate their house for Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas and whatever other holiday you celebrate, they're the ones that decorate their cars. But then I also thought about what Halloween traditions, and there's not very many. Halloween isn't a tradition-filled holiday. Agreed. Yeah. So, um, of course, I'm going through and trying to find a listicle on holiday traditions, and I ran across this one. This is my this is my listicle for the week. So, uh, friends, redandblack.com. Um, go ahead and uh, look. Uh, go like I said, show notes, and everything's posted right there. In the number one thing on this listicle about um, seven things you miss about Halloween if you're a '90s kid, and I thought that was right me because I just happened to be a '90s kid. Uh, and the number one thing is hocus pocus, and I thought, well, this is bullshit. Me, me. And then, well, the hocus pocus is played every single year. Yeah, you don't miss it. You don't miss it. How do you miss 
So if I wanted to go watch Hocus Pocus right now, I guarantee it's on three channels right now. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee. Yeah. yeah. In um, pumpkin number two, pumpkin de- decorating contest at school. They still have that. They still decorate pumpkins. I had to go buy a special pumpkin for my <laughs> kid to take to school. Yeah. So again, like, is it not must have changed? So in 30 I wonder years? if it's like you know, 40 year olds don't take the time to sit down and watch Hocus Pocus and have like you decorate your pumpkin at home. You carve your pumpkin at home, but it's not a contest. It's just you. You're a 40 year old man for you to take your pumpkin around to your neighbors, compare it to the ones that they carved. That's a little bit creepy. Yeah. That is a little bit creepy. Yeah. Yeah. So number three, the Halloween TV episodes, uh, the best part about the week or two leading up to Halloween was hands down the festive episodes from the best Disney and Nickelodeon shows. Uh, nothing made us finish our after school snack in 30 minutes and homework and a record, like a reward of catching the night of the dead night of the day of the dead or Lizzie McGuire or SpongeBob and the scary pants. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that I remember, but my, like, my cartoon watching was definitely way before this. Yeah, agree. I don't want to date myself, but uh, Animaniacs and Darkwing Duck were the best cartoons on. So, uh, number four, the trick-or-treat bucket. Again. Still have those. You still have The traditional plastic jack-o'-lantern. Trick-or-treat bucket. yeah. Uh, number five, push pops and ring pops. Still have uh, them. Yeah. Like these things are way popular in our concession stand at <laughs> the baseball field. Yeah. Um, goosebumps. Now I never got into the book. That was series. a little bit behind me. I was a little bit too old for that. I was reading like stuff that was more advanced when the goosebumps came um, out, but yeah, my but sister and brother were way into them. I feel like they were around when I like going through and uh, there was all the, but it was mostly the girls that were reading them. I don't, not to sound really? Sexy, I don't think that at all. Yeah. I mean, I feel like in, in that age, girls read more than boys do. So maybe it was just that, but I don't know. The house th- that overdid it with the chainsaw. The offset to freedom for the first Halloween night when your parents let you go trick-or-treating with your friends with no parental supervision in that one house with that one dad who thought it was hilarious to jump out of the woods with the chainless chainsaw to give you a reality check that you're not so tough after all. So to me, that comes back to the haunted trail ride. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, feel free if you want to look up this listicle. I would not. I just, just gave because you, you want to argue with it, <laughs> read it so you can argue with it. I gave you the best parts of the listicle and please friends, shut up. I love you at gmail.com. Tell us uh, a little bit of your holiday. Your, I don't want to say holiday is Halloween a holiday. I, I don't know. I guess what's the definition of a holiday? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, yeah, it, there's some people that feel like Halloween is a holiday that go out of the way that, um, you know, I don't know. Agreed. There's somebody at work that on October 1st brought pumpkins in and put them on her desk that it's, I mean, it's this time of year. (laughs) It's that time of year. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, when Christmas time comes, there's carols. When Halloween comes, there's pumpkins. So, a holiday is a day fixed by laws or customs on which ordinary business is suspended in commemoration of some event or in honor of a person. So, yeah, it is a holiday because I know that there are businesses that are affected and will close down or close early or have special hours for Halloween. So, yeah, it's a holiday. It's a okay. custom holiday. It's not a law holiday. Okay. But, yeah. Okay. All right, friends, you hear it first. Uh, official. Officially, we we said it. It's a holiday. <laughs> it's a holiday. We said it. <laughs> so, um, I'm not sure what is going on, or, or, I mean, I know what's going on, or how did... We're getting all kinds of crazy follows about um, marijuana and cannabis. And what, what about it? The, the cannabis industry is... Um, Starting to take notice of the Shut Up, I Love You podcast. I'm not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> I like it. Like, I'm a fan. Um, <laughs> I'm a so fan. that's odd because uh, I'm listening to a new podcast about uh, um, Drug Kingpin, and I want to read, like, all the books. Okay. Uh, just because I'm interested in one specific story. There's, like, one... I don't know that... He was a drug dealer. I mean, he was. I guess, yeah, by definition, he was a drug dealer. But he mostly organized dealers to be able to deal their drugs. He wasn't the one necessarily dealing the drugs. Hmm. He just, he started off as a drug dealer. It's a confusing situation. But I want to read all these books. And the more I'm listening to the story on a podcast... Because that's how I consume information now. Um, the more I think, you were an idiot. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you were dumb. Dealing mm. drugs is not necessarily the way to yeah. make a living in life. <laughs> well, I mean, cannabis is different now. Yes, it is, it it is, is. changing. Our culture is changing. Uh, you know, and it does take people stepping forward and, and talking about this stuff that not everybody will talk about, you know, like, oh, you know, I mean, there's still probably a majority of people that have a negative stigma towards cannabis and it's not, uh, it's you're not, allowed to, you're allowed to, I don't believe it's a gateway drug. I like, I don't be in my heart of hearts. I oh no, not that. at all. It's probably, uh, I did see a thing, a social media moment where it was like, a, 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 a getaway drug as somebody called it as um, it's not a gateway it's a removal like if you want to get off of major drugs maybe just like get in the slide into some cannabis and you're you know and just so uh, that has to do with personalities and personal addictions and yes, correct. that sort of thing that's and not, mental health and all yeah that. that's I mean, not necessarily but if we don't talk about it, who's going to? In know? in the grand scheme of things, n- cannabis, it wants to be called cannabis. It cannabis means. is not nearly as harmful as a lot of the other drugs that yeah. are available to people who want to ingest some type of mm-hmm. drug. So, yeah, absolutely. If you're going to do something, sure, why not that? Yeah. It's... Yeah, it has its 
positives and negatives just, just like, like alcohol does. Yeah. Agreed. And you know, that's an argument that a lot of a lot of people make that mm-hmm. when when the laws were being passed, there were more alcoholics in the government than there were potheads. So that's why mm-hmm. alcohol is what's legal in yeah. Marijuana is what's illegal. But I was, uh, I went shooting the other day and I was, uh, shooting with a police officer. Who did was, we talk about that? I Have we know. talked about that yet? I don't know if we did or not. Because that's, that's a fun story on my end. Okay. So this police officer was, t- was talking about it. Like the only way for, uh, law enforcement to check for the the best way, not the only way, but the best way right now is blood test. Okay. And it, like he said, it stays in your system for up to 25 to 30 days. Yes. So the way the laws are set up right now, he says it's not conducive to, if you are in an accident, a major accident, and you happen to, um, you know, n- be whatever, impaired. Um, in within the last 25 days and you hurt someone badly, you are accountable. You're right. You can be completely sober in that moment. But if in the last three to four weeks, yeah, you consumed cannabis. Yes. It's in your system and you can't argue when the consumption happened. You can't. It's your word against the blood test. Yeah. And it's, uh, it feels wrong. Oh man, that's scary. That is. That's really scary. And that's unfair. Yeah. Because you can be perfectly sober. So, um, like it's that part of the laws have got to get fixed, but we are pushing forward so hard for the legalization that the ramifications of the other things haven't quite you know, come to fruition yet, you know, and, and we're going to, we're, I mean, we're friends socially. We are all going to feel this. Uh, cannabis is going to become legal for everyone, everywhere at some point. And it's coming sooner rather than later. Yeah. But, um, like let's have those discussions now with the, the social implications of this thing. Um, cause, uh, I don't know. I don't believe it's wrong. I just don't believe that it's wrong. Um, however, I can't argue with the way the law is set up right now. If you, huh. right? I can't. they they need to and come up with don't, don't a test. Yeah, they need to come up with better tests. Yeah, correct for it to be. Yeah, and, and and I'm sure they are, and please don't listen to us. We don't know anything. We are wrong, oh, yeah. wrong, wrong, 100%. There's probably five people yelling, screaming. Let's say 25, 105 people, 1,005 people right now are yelling at their car radio. Oh, going, you, you are, are just wrong. reaching there, mister. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know what tests are available and how accurate. And then it also, there's, you know, um, how much do these tests cost? Can all police departments afford them? Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, I don't know. But, um, yeah, I, in my, in the history of my life, okay, I have been high on cannabis. Yes. 
And at one point in time, yeah. There, I don't think it's okay to drive just like I don't think it's okay to drink alcohol and drive. Yes, agree. But. And I believe that is a, that should be a law. If you are yeah, high, you, you should not drive. Correct. But if I did something two weeks ago, mm. that shouldn't affect, that does not affect how I am driving today. It does not. Not with cannabis. So, it yeah, does, they need to come up with, the, with better tests. It, it doesn't with alcohol either. But alcohol is out of your system, so it doesn't count. So, right. They have tests that they can test how much alcohol you have in your system right yeah. now. So they need to come up with tests to find out how much cannabis you have in your system right now. Yeah. And I, I think it's set up for, I mean, the way it was, it's like major crimes. Like not uh, some, you hit a telephone pole or something dumb like that. But mm. I mean, if you, uh, if you end up, I mean, heaven forbid. I, I mean, I that. would, I hope that you, I am never involved in a car accident where a person, it becomes deceased. I hope yes. that that never happens. Yes. But if it is legitimately just an accident... The ramifications of like manslaughter because of the influence of cannabis from two weeks ago is not acceptable. And that's, they need to come up with a better test. I mean, that's the way it's set up right I now. I know. That's why I think they need to come up with a better test. Yeah. So that's one of those things that unfortunately for now, you just have to follow the law because it's stacked against you. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that it's right, but I don't want you to have to go to jail for something that is not correct either. Mm. Yeah, it's correct. That's yeah. not fair. Yeah, going to jail for things that are not... Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, so we'll move on from that because one, we are not spokespersons. Oh yet yeah. And I were wrong. Cannabis. We don't yeah. know what tests are out there and what they're working on and what the laws are in each various of we the don't know 50 anything. states. Yeah. Don't listen to anything we're saying because we're wrong. Quite frankly, 100%. We are wrong, wrong, wrong. This is really interesting though. <laughs> I want to read all the books. <laughs> So real quick, we're up against time. We're not. We have a couple few minutes. Um, all softball's done. Hooray! 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 Um, for a month. For a month or two. And uh, it, however exciting that is, which is very exciting from our end because we're just I don't know. I'm softballed out right now. Um, maybe it'll come back around for me in a couple weeks. But can we talk about the fact that I hit? Four home runs out of ten pitches. Yes, we had, that's what I was bringing up. We had an end of, year, end of the season softball party, and all the moms went and uh, played well, a home run derby. And, in spring, the dads played home run derby. Okay. So in fall, it was mom's turn. Yeah. Yeah. Thank and you. <laughs> I um I pitched to them. I gave them all a. Slow uh, pitch, softball pitch. Yes. And I moved home plate up about 15 feet. Well, the... it was 10. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure with mine, we could have stayed at home plate. Okay. <laughs> and one of the girls on the team has a bat. 
that is a double wall, double composite bat. It's a nice bat. <laughs> the bat's not right. That's not fair. No, it's not. It's not. That is money buys a good ball player. Yes. That is what that is. Yeah. But it's still nice to swing that ball. Oh my gosh. I mean, you crush that ball. I know. <laughs> like, over the concession stand, parents moved their cars. Yeah. We had people moving cars. Just yeah. in case their car was going to get hit by a softball. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, once I found that out, because I didn't know initially, I'm down at home plate. I'm not back there to see exactly what's happening. I'm watching the pitch. I'm not watching parents driving. Um, I When I found out, I said, ah, I'm a little bit sorry. <laughs> like, I was honest. I was a little bit sorry. Like, I don't want you... I didn't want to hit your car with softball. No, I don't it. want you to feel like your car is not in a safe place, even though there are signs up that say park at your own risk. But you're assuming children are hitting balls. Yes. Not adults. <laughs> not adults. Yeah. And... I mean, I was I was up on a ledge for a few moments. Like, I wasn't all the way sorry because I hit a ball over the concession stand. <laughs> and you hit all the home runs. Well, not all of them, but just the most. The most. Out of all the moms. <laughs> did that not make you a little bit proud? Yeah, it did. I was happy for you. And, um... All that you gave all the moms hope that they could do it and they couldn't. <laughs> they couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, we've all got excuses. My back hurt, my hip was out, all the things. Oh, those moms. I still did it though. <laughs> oh, those moms. But it was fun. I'm glad softball's over. I'm glad we get to take some breaks. Um, but I'm not sure what we're going to talk about for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's going to be something. Um, so uh, that's that. And uh, here, there we go. Okay. Rachel has a song this week. So I'm almost certain we've not done this song before. And this song is from The Magic Year. 1992. Yep. Best year ever so there is that uh when rachel friends i'm gonna preface this by saying when rachel says almost sure that we've never done this short song it's like 50 50 that means we have done this song i don't know that we have though and i think that this song is more prevalent in my life because of who my mom was versus but, this song being prevalent in your life okay so uh, scratch that real quick the guitarist for Little Feet died. No, I know. Yeah. I know. Did your mom say I can't even talk to her about that right now because there's so much going on in our lives. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, so Little Feet was like a huge influence in my life. One of my mom's top three bands. Yeah. So of course, and like DMB I And fans, you up, would know uh, if you... I will be your oh, Dixie yeah. chicken if you You'd be my Tennessee, be my Tennessee, Tennessee lamb. Yeah, that's, that's a, a direct. Feat. Yeah, um, that's one of their lyrics. Um, but yeah, there's there's a few songs by them that just I grew up knowing. Like that's that's a, the song. That's hmm. it. And uh, so they had one song 
oddly enough, it's called Teenage Nervous Breakdown. And when I was a teenager, I couldn't stand listening to that song. It gave me a headache every time I listened to it. There was just so much musically going on, the drums and the bass and the guitar. There was just so much. It gave me a headache. But now as an adult, I like that song, (laughs) (laughs) which at the time my mom, oh, just stop. You'll appreciate this song someday. No, that song gives me a headache. I'll never appreciate that song. (laughs) But now as an adult, I do. Yeah, it's, I mean, we're getting older and all the people we knew as children are getting older. So you have to expect that these things are going to happen. They are happening. Um, But it's still sad. It is still sad. Yeah, yeah. And, and especially people that have so much influence in our lives that, yeah, um, yeah, I hate seeing that. I hate, you know, you know, somebody that was special for you for obvious reasons, you know. Yeah, yeah. So my song, I don't know that I can break this up because it's, I'm just not nearly as good as you are. <laughs> You're just so good and at this, David. I had a friend reach out to us and, and say that he, uh, this friend had to turn the radio off because my monotone voice and how I was reading the lyrics last week made him feel creeped out. You are a creep, <laughs> sir. You are like a creep. Straight, I straight creep this this guy out, this friend. <laughs> you don't even know what it's like to listen to him talk like in the bedroom. Uh, so <laughs> not creepy. Um, I, I feel like no matter where I start, it's, it's, you say this and it never, I, I never get it. Okay. I don't know what it is. That you've done to me, but it caused me to act in such a crazy way. Whatever it is that you do when you do what you are doing, it's a feeling that I don't understand. Because my heart starts beating triple time. It's, uh, it's in vogue. With thoughts of loving you on my mind. Yeah. Giving him something he can feel. Nope. Yeah. No. Okay. That is a completely different song. I'm not even confirming that that's the correct artist. I can't figure out just what you do when the cause and the cure is you. I lose all control and something takes over me in a daze and it's so amazing. It's not a phase. I want you to stay with me by my side. I swallow my pride. Your love is so sweet. It knocks me right off my feet. Can't explain why your loving makes me weak. You want me to keep going? Yeah, I, I think it's in Vogue or TLC. Neither. It's neither. Okay, well then, you always preface this. This makes me mad because you always preface this with... I really thought... You go, oh, you're going to get this the first thing. I'm sorry. You've done done that before. (laughs) And you always get it real quick. Do you want me to read the one line? Yes. 
I get so weak in the knees I can hardly speak. Yeah, I know the song. Okay. I don't know who sang it. It's SWV. Uh, so you're super duper before. close. Yeah, we have done that one before. Okay, well, you still didn't get it. Yeah. That's still a win, right? No, I'm mad. Okay, I'm sorry you're mad. <laughs> I'm super mad right I'm now. I'm ticking it down as a win. <laughs> it's not a win. It's a, it's a tie? Can we tick it as a tie? No. You did it. We've done it before. But you didn't get it. <laughs> Thank you, friends. Thank you so much for finding us. We're so uh, grateful you hung out for that one. Um, it was a good one. It was. I'm pretty happy with that one. Besides the song, the song. Every time I let Rachel do a song, it's always horrible. You didn't have a song. I did have one. And I, you told me you didn't have a song. I could find a song real quick. No, the words you said were, I don't have a song. <laughs> and I said, I do. And you said, okay. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for finding us. Please uh, try three of them in there somewhere. We're real people. This is real emotions. This is real, real emotions. <laughs> yeah. uh, try three of them. There's three episodes in there some, somewhere with funny titles. Please pick them out. Try them. Um, I think we can get it right for you after three. Um, go ahead and uh, tell a friend. Friends tell friends because that's what we do. If you're listening to us, we consider you a friend and we want to be friends with your friends. So please uh, tell a friend. It would just mean the world to us. Nothing grows our audience better than friends tell friends. And um, please rate, review, subscribe. Uh, anywhere you download podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, uh, wherever, wherever you are. And if we're not at a place where you download podcasts, please tell us, let us know and we'll put ourselves there. Um, and FM player, I think that's a one too. There's people that listen on that one. So, um, thank you. And I'd like to say thank you. Thank you to Team Sound and Team Music and Team Tech for doing all the things you do so we can do the things that we do. And thank you to R for an awful song. Thank you, D, for loving me (laughs) the way that you love me. The awful song that we've done done before. It's only good when I do the song. You're correct, David. (laughs) You're correct. It's only good when you're leading. (laughs) I meant that particular song. That was bad. That came out so wrong. Did it though? (laughs) It did. Can I? Am I allowed? Is it time? We love all our friends. And that means we hope you enjoyed this this particular podcast too. Don't believe anything David said. This is Rachel all fit today. We'll do us. And you do. Thank you. We love you. Good night.